0: This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War on the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils, we command healing. To the sick in Jesus' name, and we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegamanRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. How are you and Sister Suni doing today?
1: We're doing really good, both a little tired because we're uh, getting ready for this meeting tomorrow, but uh, we're excited.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned that. I've had it running on my uh, wall all week, but for those <laughs> that may not have heard, tell people about the meeting you've got tomorrow. Is it too late for people to come out if they're in the area?
1: Absolutely not. They sure can. Uh, let me scroll down here. and Here we go. It's called Can Opener Deliverance Training and Equipping Class. It is just um, a day of training and and equipping, and we'll have ministry deliverance. So it is 9.30 to 5. Actually, I think it's 9 to 5. Let me look at the schedule here. 9.30, greeting, coffee and donut, 10 o'clock, opening prayer, worship songs, 2 to 4 songs, testimonies. We will have some of those, and then we start teaching. And I go uh, till noon. We have lunch. Uh, I think uh, Albert's wife is cooking curry chicken, and my wife went out and bought a whole bunch of snacks, and they got a bunch of stuff. So you'll have a nice lunch, and then we'll start back up. We'll do renunciations and deliverance. And then uh, when that's done, we are going to... Um, activate anybody that wants to be baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We'll be praying for healing too. It is at the Cambodian Anglican Church, uh, the Episcopal Church of the Epiphany in Richardson, Texas, 421 Custer Road, Richardson, Texas. And if you need any info, you're missing it. Call me. My phone number is 972 567 4122. 972-567-4122 So, big day planned tomorrow for If you're in the Dallas Metroplex Or you can even drive an hour you still got time You can come out in the morning And, and uh, don't take your demons home As Shannon says
0: <laughs> Absolutely Today's a great day to make a demon homeless That's right Because they want you and I homeless
1: Yeah, really, don't they?
0: Absolutely um, it's time to kick them to the curb in the name of Jesus Ta- today's a great day to drop kick a demon through the goalpost of hell
1: <laughs> hey that's pr- I never heard it said like that I like that
0: you've heard the song drop kick of a- Jesus through the goalpost post of life no um, <laughs> I gotta find that song but I thought about it. let's do drop kick the devil through the uh, goal post of hell so that'd be a great t-shirt um Hey, folks, if you can get out to this meeting on Saturday, you will be blessed. Will you be doing any streaming, or is it for in-person only?
1: It's in-person only. I don't think we've got anybody that has that capability.
0: Okay, maybe in the future. That would be great. But, folks, for the time being, if you're in the Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, Richardson, Texas, where it's going to be. Well, how far is Richardson from Dallas-Fort Worth? Maybe i overstep myself. I forget. Well, it's
1: less than an hour. Oh, that's not bad. Maybe 50 minutes. I mean, you can't go anywhere in house. You know, it takes 50 minutes to go anywhere.
0: Folks, that's just a drop, skip, and a jump. Get on over there. And we've got the link up on the Facebook wall, Brother Lou's site and uh, Mega Man. encourage you to get out there. You'll be blessed. If you need deliverance, you've been seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you need healing, get on out there. you have a great time. And... uh, with that we'll get started my friend the mic is yours you want to open us in prayer
1: absolutely father in heaven we glorify your holy name the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit we lift you up we praise you I thank you for tonight Lord I thank you for this platform and I thank you for Shannon and his family and his wonderful children great wife ask you to bless them all Lord the people that need to hear this let them tune in even tonight and in the future through all the platforms that are up i ask you to um rebuke the enemy from canceling all these wonderful podcasts and these wonderful messages that are so they're life giving it's the word of god it's alive jesus is alive and the messages are life giving so lord let them people hear that need to hear and, and become supporters even of uh, omega man And hey lord i bless you and I ask you to move with your spirit mightily tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. The mic is yours, my friend. Welcome back.
1: <laughs> Thank you, my brother. I am going to call this the bad girl of the Bible. Who is the bad girl of the Bible? Well, I say it's Jezebel and I do have some scriptures with this message tonight, but most of these are symptoms and how to spot this wicked spirit, which can be, you know, Jezebel in the Bible was a female, but a Jezebel, the spirit can also be in a male. Normally it's in a female, but uh, don't let that trip you up. Uh, You know, you can't put a a time stamp on that because uh, spirits can inhabit male and female. Like Satan, the queen of heaven, Jezebel deceives herself, deceives herself into thinking that no one sees her, but she is wrong. God sees her and God's prophets. They also see her too. So I heard a story from a pastor one time that was in India and the people would pray. And then one day, they weren't praying, and, and he asked, hey, don't you have to pray today? And he goes, no, it's cloudy outside, uh, God can't see me. <laughs> well, you know, Yahweh, our God, Jesus, he sees you night and day, 24-7, 360, so uh, you're not getting away with anything, and uh, God certainly uh, can see the devil and Jezebel. Jezebel's spirit, Jezebel was a Prophetess a prophetess of Baal. Her name is Phoenician for unhusband. Even if married, she is the boss. Her spirit is rebellious, self loving, and devoid of empathy, which is not the same as sympathy. Jezebel loves what God hates. And hates what God loves. Kind of like what's going on in America right now. They're calling evil good and good evil. And the Christians are the haters. We're the bad ones. That's why they have to censor us, Shannon, because we're rotten to the core. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vote them all out and uh, pray, pray for a new uh, leadership to come in. Amen. Her spirit seeks to use, manipulate, and destroy lives. Be able to discern and pray against this demonic spirit. Discernment. My brothers and sisters, we need that. The church needs it today. Today's church desperately needs deliverance. Or, I'm sorry, deliverance, yes. Today's church desperately needs discernment because a lot of the people I talk to, they can't discern anything at all. It's sad. But uh, Especially a Jezebel. They're, they're sneaky. They're crafty. But uh, you got to learn the signs. Of what's we're, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Now, discernment is the ability to judge well. I say the church does not want to judge. And the reason I say that is because of Matthew 7 1. I hear this all the time. Judge not. That she be not judged, but I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, we all judge, and most people uh, make up their mind about a person in 60 seconds or less, whether they like them or not, and you do that on their actions and their speech and their appearance, so we are all judging uh you know, don't get all hung up about judge not, lest you be judged, especially when it comes to discernment, that it is, it's, it's not making an evil judgment, it is, discernment is the ability to judge well, to judge righteously, to judge right, amen. Now, <clears throat> John seven twenty four says, judge not according to the appearance of, but judge righteous judgment. See, the Lord doesn't judge on the outward. He looks at the heart. He looks at the inward man. And we're to do the same. Don't look at the appearance, but judge righteously. Think about this, brothers and sisters. Satan is not fighting churches. Yes, I will say that again. Satan is not fighting churches. Well, what's he doing, Pastor Lou? He's joining them. (laughs) he comes right in and then when he comes into our church well we show him the back door kick him right back out but he does he comes he joins he does more harm think about this statement he does more harm by sowing tares than by pulling up wheat just sowing a few tares while while the uh, husbandman slept and he woke up and he said who sowed the tares Well, the enemy came by. He sowed the tares. Satan accomplishes more by imitation than by outright opposition. See, like I said, he comes in the back door. He doesn't walk in with red horns and a pitchfork. He comes in looking real nice. Sneaky. You got to have discernment. The first weapon to defeat the schemes of Satan is to recognize the plans and attacks of the enemy. We need to know the enemy, otherwise he'll bushwhack us instead of us bushwhacking him. So when we come to a crossroads, we're wondering which way to go. And, uh, you know, we got the right-hand path and the left-hand path. We got the Republicans and we got the Democrats. I'm going to tell you both those paths are going to take you straight to hell and no politician is going to rescue America or the world. It is the man, Christ Jesus. Um, it's the straight narrow path. You can't do the left and the right hand path. You can't do Republican, Democrat. You gotta do this straight and narrow. Discernment is not a matter of telling the difference between right and wrong. Rather, it's telling the difference between right and almost right. You know, so think about it like this. You got a glass of water and you put a drop of uh, arsenic in there. Well, you can drink that. It's not going to kill you, but if you do that over a long period of time, you're going to die. So Satan comes softly and he knows the word of God very well, better than us many times. And if we don't watch it, he'll sound like he's a Christian, but he's going to take you to hell. He's you're going to die. I have a picture here on my PowerPoint. It's a tombstone, and inscribed on it says, Here lies discernment, killed by your silence and apathy, the latest casualty of Christian indifference. You know, I don't really try to offend people. I really do want to be kind and soft and fuzzy and lovable, but I just preach it the way i see it and i see the mainstream church is just a doormat we've laid down you know why haven't we put prayer back in schools why haven't we put this abortion thing down once and for all you know all this stuff is going on and the church is silent you know put the mask on right uh you we're going to um shadow ban you We are going to, uh, take your internet, uh, your YouTube channel off because you've broken the rules. What do we break? Well, we can't tell you. (laughs) I mean, we're being censored just for speaking the truth because we're bad. And everybody else is good. Amen? Uh, I mean, that's what the world is telling us. It's a bunch of hogwash. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, it's time to make some noise. I didn't say get violent. I'm saying take a stand, make some noise. Tell these people, you're in sin. This is wrong. What else can I harp on tonight? Israel. We have to stand with Israel. Palestine, Palestine never owned Israel. Take that. (laughs) Hey, it's God's word. Let's get back on the subject here of how to discern Jezebel. Amen? Jezebel seeks control. Jezebel is fiercely independent and intensely ambitious for preeminence and control. You know, drama queen, drama queen, or drama king. You know, always lots of uh, ruckus and hubbub around Jezebel because she is independent. She fights for her independence. Jezebel will not dwell with anyone unless she can control and dominate the relationship. Do you know people in your church or in your job, they have to have the last word no matter what you say, even if you're reprimanding them and you're correcting them, they always got something to throw back out to you know, one up you, as they say, uh, she's always got to be on top to outdo the other person. Jezebel will not dwell with anyone unless she can control and dominate the relationship. Those type of people are not walking in the spirit of the Lord. Jezebel is a skilled communicator. Now, you may be a skilled communicator too, but Jezebel is not only a skilled Communicator, but she's a master manipulator. Think about this language is their top weapon in their arsenal. Top weapon, the words they speak. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I used to hear that when I was a kid. Well, that's a lie. Words can hurt. You can have a wounded spirit and depression and oppression. Without effective use of language, they would not be able to lie when. Arguments, hands down. They use language to lie. Hmm, we, we wouldn't have any politicians lying right now. You know, we got a primary something coming up here in. March, and man, you talk about the negative ads on TV, I can memorize them, If I I hardly even watch TV, but I turn it on to watch a little news in the morning to catch the weather, (laughs) and every two minutes I'm bombarded with these negative campaign ads, and they're using language and telling about how bad the other person is, you know, they're not solving problems, they're just slinging mud. It's terrible. Jezebel is a master manipulator. It's like the puppet on a string. That's what Jezebel is like. They will look for a vulnerable person. Hello? Who would be a vulnerable person? Well, I would say a Christian. Most Christians are vulnerable because they have bought the PC lie, which is political correctness. Don't speak up and offend anybody. You could hurt their feelings and you would be very wrong if you hurt someone's feelings. You know, you can't say that, uh, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman or if you're gay, uh, you're not getting into heaven. Because it's written in God's word, you know, don't shoot me. I am i didn't write the words. I'm the messenger boy. But they will shoot you. (laughs) And Jesus said, if they persecute you, me, they will persecute you. They're not really persecuting us. What they're really doing is persecuting Jesus Christ, the spirit that's inside of us. They're still persecuting Jesus in the word of God. But they'll look for a vulnerable person. And if you don't know how to stand up, for yourself and speak up Uh, she's going to eat your lunch even a master manipulator at the top of their game knows it is best to target someone vulnerable see they're going to pick on the weak link don't be the weak link you know they say a chain is only as strong as its weakest link it's true it's true. I'll tell you a story about um, we had a uh, back in Iowa when I was in the Methodist church. Someone hung themselves, committed suicide in uh, in their bathroom. They hung themselves on the clothesline uh, cable that goes uh, across the shower. They just put it around their neck and, and you know, dropped, dropped to their knees and, and game over. <clears throat> We're in there cleansing the house. There's like five or six of us. Going all through, this happened in the basement. We're all through the upstairs, and then we go down to the basement, then we go into the bathroom, and all of a sudden one of the people starts choking. And I was newer at this than I am now with uh, not so much experience. I, I thought he was going to throw up. So I just lifted up the toilet lid and I said, Right there, buddy. It was the guy. I said, Throw up there. And the pastor that was with us, we had um, made um, holy water. We'd had water, and we blessed it, and we were, you know, putting the water around the corners and blessing the house and commanding evil spirits to leave. And so when we went in the bathroom, this evil spirit, that where the guy hung himself, choked this guy. He started to choke him out. <laughs> and the pastor knew what was going on, and they threw their water into this guy's face, and he snapped out of it. But the evil spirit, the the demon of death, of hanging started to choke this guy out. And when it was all said and done, we didn't tell it to this guy, but the pastor goes, the reason it got him, he's the weakest link. He was a new guy. Easy pickings. So, as this slide says, even a master manipulator at the top of their game knows it's best to target someone vulnerable. If that's you, better look out because... Jezebel will seek you out. The last thing a master manipulator wants is a straight talk and direct communication. See, that's why they hate real prophets, because they're they're not going to play the game. They're going to hit them right between the eyes, as they say in Texas, right between the eyes. (laughs) they're going to talk to him straight and direct, and they're going to back him in a corner. And if you've ever backed a wild animal in the corner, the only way to come out is straight through you. They're going to come right back at you. That's the last thing Jezebel wants is for you to put her in a corner. They thrive on mind games. Mm -hmm. They're going to mess with your head. Twisting reality. Outright lies and tricking the victim. You know, would they, uh, our politicians, would they ever trick us or lie to us? They're so wonderful. Another tactic of Jezebel, she instills fear. See, fear is, in my opinion, the greatest weapon that Satan has in his arsenal. In the tree of deliverance, you have two main branches, fear and rejection. If you fear, you'll be rejected. If you're rejected, you'll fear. And they work together. It's a tree. They're two main tactics. Everything else branches off from those two um, spirits, in my opinion. That's the way I see it. <clears throat> so Jezebel's going to create fear. Let's look at this scripture, 1 Kings nineteen three and 4. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life. This is Elijah, after he killed the prophets of Baal. He went for his life. It means he ran like a scared baby into the wilderness and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. He outran his servant and said, see you later. You stay here. I'm going on. But verse 4, but he himself went another day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. He ran like a little scared rabbit that just slayed 450 prophets of Baal. What's going on here? And he requested for himself that he might die. What? Elijah just killed 400? He just come off a mighty victory, and now he's going, Lord, kill me. He said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. See, what happened was Jezebel said... I'm going to kill you. The queen, a woman, an evil woman, said, I'm going to kill you. And, you know, that yellow stripe ran up down the back of Elijah, and he took off ran in two days. He ran for two days, and then he asked God to kill him. This stuff is real. This is a spirit. He got attacked by a spirit of fear. Brothers and sisters, we cannot afford to let fear grip us. Because when fear grips you, you become uh, handicapped. Is that the word I'm looking for? Handicapped. You uh, you cannot move. You cannot move. You're paralyzed. That's the way I want to say it. Fear will paralyze you. It's like procrastination. They say, procrastination's the thief of time. will Fear will paralyze you. You can't make a a, a correct decision when you're emotionally distressed. You usually make wrong decisions because they're emotional decisions. They're not godly. So don't try to figure out what you're going to do with your life when you have a spirit of fear on you because you'll make the wrong decision. All right, more things about Jezebel. She has a religious spirit. Well, that'll fit right in with the church. Uh, She also, uh, the the Baal cults, Ahab works with Jezebel, and Jezebel works with Ahab. See, Ahab was passive, and even though they were husband and wife, Jezebel wore the pants in the family, and Ahab did as she told him. You know, like what color, how high, and when, and where, and you know, she ran the show, and it was out of balance. It was against God's word. Uh, she was supposed to submit, and he was supposed to love her like Christ loved the church. But they were worshiping this evil cow god that we call Baal, and passing their children through the fire. And they would sacri- infant human infant sacrifice, burn the newborn baby alive on the bronze hands, heated up bronze hand, and cook that baby alive while they were beating on drums, so you couldn't hear the baby screaming. This is the same thing as um, abortion today. Uh, that uh, we've had a little reprieve from, but now these politicians are saying, I'm going to stand up for uh, abortion and uh, vote me in. Uh, we'll bring it back. It's a bail cult, uh, child sacrifice, passing your children through the fire. It's an abomination. It says in First 1 Kings 1631, And it came to pass, as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the sons of Nebat. Jezebel takes hates Jezebel hates authority and if you're an authoritative person you and Jezebel not going to get along at all. Jezebel does not accept Ahab's God. see Ahab wanted to worship Yahweh but Jezebel wouldn't have it. And she led Ahab to tolerate Baal because he was passive and weak and she hounded him and she wore the pants. And so Ahab led all these let Jezebel erect all these altars to Baal and turned the Israelites and the Hebrews into you know, passing their children through the fire, turned them against God into idolatry. So, brothers and sisters, how is it that you can handle this wicked spirit, Jezebel? Now, keep in mind, the spirit can be male or female. But when they ask you for something, the answer is no. First, you have to have discernment. If you don't know what you're dealing with, you're just going to shoot yourself in the foot. But if you are dealing with a Jezebel... They may, they'll start out small and graduate to bigger things. But when they ask you for something, the answer is no. And uh, I think I need to practice that, Shannon, because SUNY says, I'm a yes man. <laughs> They're calling me. Uh, would you uh, like, to, I, I'd like to have a deliverance. And uh, I say, okay, let's get you on the schedule, which is already packed out. And uh, I squeeze him in, and soon he goes like, "You, you made your own bed, lay in it. You know, you, you got to learn to say no." So I think I need to practice that. So see, we can practice. No, they want you to do something. No. <laughs>
0: Me too, she said.
1: Yeah, I know. I. Uh, Uh, she's right about that i am a yes man but when it comes to jezebel i'm a no man Uh, but the people say um, what don't you understand understand about no i say the n and the o (laughs) so she asks you for something or they ask you for something and you say no no you're going to get different responses they may begin to cry Oh, you just crushed me, you've wounded my heart, you've you've hurt me. And, and they just, I mean, exaggerated. They have a meltdown right there in front of you. Or they may begin to pout, which I call that a pity party. Or they may pretend to be offended. They're not offended, they're just really angry at you and want to tear your head off your shoulders. But they're pretending, I'm offended you, you hurt my feelings. There was no need for you to act like that. I just had a simple request. You know, I said no. They pretend they are hurt or wounded. And if you're really passive, they'll probably gaslight you, which is a term I've heard about two years ago, which means a subtle form of emotional manipulation that often results in the recipient doubting their perception of reality. In fact, what happens is you, if you listen to that long enough, will begin to think, I must be losing my mind. I think I'm crazy because what they're telling me, if I'm acting like this, I'm a nutcase. I'm a basket case. So they turn it around and put it on you, and it's your fault. It's not there. They're right and you're wrong. See how they turn it around? They systematically promote evil. They have a plan. It's a scheme. They may say, I'm feeling really violent. Better look out. Jezebel's on the rise. And really it is on the rise in churches all across the world. People are losing their, The Jezebel will split your congregation. If, if you don't nip it in the bud, she'll wizard away in all the way, get right up. And they can even take out pastors. This is a strong spirit. It's not to be played with. You, we need discernment to root this thing out. And the faster you nip that in the bud, the better off your, your church will be. Amen. Jezebel doesn't care about the truth. Jezebel will never, ever be convinced by the truth. She only wants, or he only wants total control. Jezebel makes false accusations. Jezebel is a seductress. Now, let's talk about another unpopular subject. I seem to be able to do that quite well. (laughs) These young girls that come into the church and they got the skirt hiked up almost to it in the low-cut blouse. You should not be dressing like that even in the year of 2024. 2024. No, no, no. I'm not saying you wear a dress down to your ankles, but, you know, many skirts in church, that's, that's disrespectful to God. And all the men are going to be looking at you. And you're going to be leading them to lustful thoughts. So I'll just say very nicely, cover up. Now, Jezebel may look like that, but if you could see in the spirit what she really looked like, black. I'm not talking about skin color. I'm talking about the spirit, a black spirit. Uh, what 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 do I call this? Um, centaur, half half human, half I'll say half man, half animal. So if if Jezebel looked like a mermaid, say the bottom half like a fish and the top half like a beautiful woman, but she had black horns coming out of her head, and snake eyes and black wings, you wouldn't want anything to do with her. That's what it looks like in the spirit. But you know, sometimes when you have a Jezebel in church, they look like a nice sweet, young, pretty woman. Or it could be a nice, sweet, young, handsome man. It doesn't look like that. This is why we need discernment. You know, the scripture says even Satan disguises himself as his angel of light. And you know, there's many churches been started because an angel came and told someone to do something. And they go, Jesus talked to me last night. No, it wasn't Jesus. That was an evil angel. It was a satanic spirit coming to you as an angel of light. It's a lying spirit. And now you start up your own denomination and write your own Bible, and it doesn't line up with the King James uh, word of God. It's a false religion. So we need to have discernment. See, these things start out good, brothers and sisters. Look at Revelation 2.19. Jesus speaking. I know that works in charity, in service, in faith. In thy patience, in thy works. See, so said twice. This is a good church. This church here. This is a good church. They got works. They got love. They got service. They got faith. They got patience. I need all those things. And it says in the last to be more than the first. See, sometimes uh, Jesus says you need to come back to your first love. But not these people. They're they've they lit the fire, and now it's even burning more hot. The last to be more than the first. Revelation 2.20, notwithstanding, uh uh-oh, which means, but, I have a few things against thee. (laughs) They were doing so good. And then we have to have that but in there. And Jesus says, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel. What that means is because he says, says, says it like this, you permit that woman Jezebel. Which calls herself a prophet? He he says he calls her. He doesn't say she's a prophet. He says she calls herself a prophet. See, brothers and sisters, nowadays people are calling. I'm a prophet. You know. Well, look, all believers should be able to prophesy. That don't mean you're in the office of a prophet. And um, you know, we have them come into our church, the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Well, what's your name? Um, what name do I want to use, I'll use Mary, well my name's prophet Mary, we, we didn't have anybody come in and name prophet Mary, but they'll come in, what's your name, my name's prophet Mary, no, what's your name well just call me prophet Mary, you know, they want to come in like here's my card, and I'm in the office, and I have a word for you guys, well it don't fly at our church, prophets are subject to the prophets, amen so back to this uh, Revelation 20, 2.20, Jesus says, Which calls herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And people think, well, we wouldn't do any of that. We wouldn't commit fornication. But you know what? There are A lot of churches, they're doing fornication. I would be... You know, I've been here in Texas 12 years, so back in Iowa, we had a church split in the Assemblies of God because the pastor was hanky-panking with somebody else, not his wife. And so once that got found out and exposed, the church had a split in the Assemblies of God back in Iowa. Fornication, and eat things, sacrifice to idols, you know, the there's all kinds of idols. We've in America, we've let so many. It's it's not just Cambodia and Honduras and, and these other countries. It's right here in America, in the good old U.S. of A. We have let. Uh, I, I live out in the country, <laughs> and I got a wheat field on the east side of me, a 250 acre wheat field, and I can drive like five miles straight south, and there's a gigantic Buddhist temple out in the middle of a cornfield. I don't know where they come from, but I mean, it, it, it big time. Orange, bright orange out in the middle of a cornfield here in Texas sticks out like a sore thumb.
0: When I was in Austin, Texas, um, they had, I think, one of the huge largest Hindu temples in America, Barsana Dam Road. It shoots, They're popping up everywhere. Friends said they're popping up over in um, the mountains of... Uh, North Carolina, Hindu temples. Back to you. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's south. If you go north, there's a Chinese temple. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but it says something meditation. And we used to have that back in Iowa. Um, I call them floaters because... Uh, Transcendental meditation. Uh, You know, I never seen it happen, but I used to. We the reason we call them floaters was because they were supposed to get on the carpet and fly through the air like the magic carpet ride. Transcendental meditation, and they have their own little community. And when you go there, their houses look really strange, like uh, something you'd see in. Maybe Pakistan or Istanbul or something like that, and the uh, they look like moss with bubbles on top, and supposedly the bubbles on top is where the spirit dwells. They're they're um, familiar spirit. The, you know, they think it's God, but it's just an evil demon. It's a spirit, a familiar spirit that sets on top, and they channel through that and get their. Evil prophecies and things like that. But anyway, back to this. It says, uh, eat things sacrificed unto idols. So even in Walmart today, you got to pray over your food, brothers and sisters, because on the package, it'll say, um, uh, something about, uh, halal. You know, it's been sacrificed to Allah and blessed by a, uh, you know, so, a Muslim. So don't go buy your Walmart meat and not pray over it because you're eating food-sacrificed idols and, and it's going to bring a curse upon you. You know, we go to Cambodia and we're going again in June for three weeks. But those people, you know, number one, poor people have poor diets. So in Cambodia, they they lot of uh, refined white rice. In Honduras, they eat a lot of, they call it maize, it's just corn, but it's high sugar content, so they're overweight. And then the Cambodians, they have, they you know, because they're Buddhists, they go to the temple, and it's almost like the Masonic Lodge where you take you know out your wallet, and you give the priest some money and ask him to bless you, and then they give you a charm. And in Cambodia, they put these little charms like it's a belt they put it around their waist and a lot of them have stomach problems and so when we go over there we ask them well can we pray for you oh yes we'd like prayer what for well my digestion my stomach and the first thing i do is i go you got a belt on and they and it's red for some reason they like the red in cambodia (laughs) oh i'm laughing shannon we we had a bunch of children I say children, they're like 12, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, you know, of that age, and they all come in with these little uh, it looked like a red yarn wrapped around their right wrist. And we started praying for these guys, and we were telling them, cut your yarn off and renounce that, and be healed. And about half the kids caught on to what we were doing, you could see them they put their right arm behind their back so we couldn't see it <laughs> they didn't want to they didn't want us to come over and cut the charm off but the ones that got the charm cut off would get healed We saw it. I mean, I'm talking about instant healing. The Lord really backs us up when we go to these foreign lands. It's awesome. So food sacrificed to idols is still a thing, even in America. You go to the Chinese restaurant, you got the fortune cat on the counter with his arm moving up and down, and you got the frog on the counter with a coin in his mouth, and you got underneath the counter, you got the shrine with the food down there, sacrificed to their demon god, Buddha, which behind the Idol, you know, it's a lie. It starts with a lie. Then you have an idol. And behind the idol is a demon spirit. (laughs) So I I don't have a problem going to a Chinese restaurant or a Muslim restaurant, but I pray loudly over my food in the name of Jesus and break off curse. Then I can eat the food. It's sanctified, holy, clean, and pure to my body. So I go, you know, I eat my shrimp and catfish and you know, I can go have a pork sandwich and all that stuff. I'm, I'm not under the law. I'm under the spirit of the living God. So, sanctified by prayer. Amen? Jezebel. Desires to corrupt godly people. Now, you got to be on guard, brothers and sisters, because the closer you get to God, the Bigger the targets on your back. And and as the Apostle Stan says, new level, bigger devil. And I'm not afraid of a new level or a bigger devil, because no matter how big the devil is, my God's bigger. (laughs) Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for God is with me. My God walks with me. He walks with me, and he carries a big stick. It's the word of God. In fact, he carries a sword. We just cut that head right off that demon. So Jezebel desires to corrupt godly people. If that's you, be on guard. Jezebel's spirit versus the godly woman. We, you, you know, you could put uh, switch this around for godly husband, but she rules her husband. The other woman, she would submit. To her husband, this says she. The, just change these acronyms out uh, for males. Uh, she manipulates and controls. The other one is obedient to God. Proud. The other one loves God and holiness. You know, isn't it uh, in about pride? It says, uh, "Pride comes before uh, fall." Of Holy Spirit before destruction a haughty spirit before destruction selfishness the other side is humble and repentative you know I repent almost every day just to cover the basis because I'm, I'm an imperfect person even though I'm filled with the spirit of the living God speak in tongues cast out demons pray for healing all those things It doesn't hurt to ask the Lord to forgive you for the things you've done in the past that have been against his will and his word. Amen. The other spirit is provocative, sexy, and flaunts the stuff in your face. The good is joyfully serves others. Joyfully serves others. We could use more of that, brothers and sisters. Joy I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? <laughs> That's a good song. It'll make you laugh. The evil spirit is easily angered. The good one is modest. The evil spirit doesn't forgive easily. I won't say it doesn't forgive it easily. It doesn't forgive at all. The good one loves and forgives easily. Amen. Quick to forgive, I might say, quick to forgive. Don't hang on to that. Keep the door open. The longer you don't forgive, the wider the crack is. The enemy can get a dart in there. And if you can get a dart in there, you can pull the door open and come in. Forgive quickly. The evil is deceptive. The good, thankful and grateful. Thankful and grateful. That's money in the bank, brothers and sisters. The bad one, ungrateful. The good one, honest and is a peacemaker. It's in the Beatitudes. Peacemaker. The evil puts yourself first. The good one stands for righteousness. Amen. We need to stand for righteousness. And when we're not seeing righteous acts, we need to call them out. Call them on the carpet. You know, don't be silent. We've been silent way too long. There's time to make some noise. And I'm not saying be mean about it. I'm just saying make some noise. Make it be known. Choose this day who you shall serve. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Let people know you belong to Jesus. And when they're using the profanity that and uh, blaspheming your God, that you're a Christian and you're offended. Don't be afraid to tell them that. You know, it's beat up on Christians day beat up on christian uh, 2024 is going to be we you know if we don't get our act together we're going to lose every right we've ever got and then we're going to be enslaved in the fema camp and and then see how we're going to operate we better take action proverbs 29 2 when the righteous are in authority the people rejoice, hallelujah. But when the wicked bears rule, the people mourn. How true, how true. You know, we got to keep the righteousness on top, and the only way we're going to do that is to speak out and to claim it. Scripture says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent men and women take it by force. doesn't mean we're going to use bullets and guns and knives. It means we're going to use the sword of the Lord, but we cannot be quiet. You know, when, think about this, when the Hebrews crossed the Jordan, you know, they saw the, the giants, but after the 40 years, they had to, you know, walk around the mountain for 40 years, when all those elders died, the young ones went in, who knew not war, but they went to Jericho, the biggest, baddest city, greatly fortified, but they walked around that seven times then what did they do they shouted i think we should be doing some shouting maybe should be praying and walking around our job sites for seven days maybe we should be praying and walking around our state capitals for seven days and then shout and see what the lord the spirit of the living god will do we need to take back the ground the enemy stole from us amen When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked birth rule, the people mourn. I don't want to mourn, I want to rejoice. Jezebel desires to destroy those that won't be corrupted. Yeah, Jezebel desires to destroy those that won't be corrupted. Um, I'm going to tell a little story here about a pastor is a true story where you can never say never. If I, I had a never say never moment myself in a different thing, but we got about six little tiny chicken coops out here, and I told Mrs. Young, we're not never going to build another chicken coop because <laughs> we got way more than we need right now. And so what did she do? She went and hatched out another 70 little baby chickens and told me we need another chicken coop. So, guess what I've been doing for the past two, three days, Shannon? (laughs) Man, I've been cutting wood. I've been nailing nails. I've been putting up sheeting. I've been putting on rafters. I've building me another chicken coop. (laughs) All right. So, you can't never say never. Yeah. So, making Mrs. Young happy. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do with all this chicken, but, you know. We can eat them. Yeah, we can eat them. So this pastor uh, never say never. See, Jezebel desires to destroy those that won't be corrupted. This was a, a young single pastor and he goes like, I will never fall to a spirit of lust. I will never fall to a spirit of lust. He said that out loud. I will never fall to a spirit of lust. And so he's, you know, ministering and going about his daily things, and one day, this beautiful woman walked into the church, and, you know, everything's in the right place, you know, Coke bottle figure, beautiful, and, you know, pretty soon, they're having coffee at the coffee shop, and then pretty soon, they're going out for, you know, dinner at the restaurant, and then one day, Uh, he asked her back to his apartment. And, I mean, she's so lovely. And, boy, he just can't not stop looking at her. And she's got this low top on. And all of a sudden, the pastor goes, I can't take it anymore. I've got to have some of that. And he just grabs a hold of her blouse and pulls it down. And he said that that woman turned into the most ugliest demon that he ever saw. And the demon said, I knew I could get you. What a rude awakening. So you can never say never. Never say never. You can never let your guard down. Not even one time because you just do not know when the enemy is going to come. Let's back up to this. Uh, the reason I told that story is because Jezebel desires to destroy those that want to be corrupted. You know, don't don't never think. I mean, look, Luke ten nineteen says, "Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you." No, we know we have authority over the enemy. But that does not mean that he is not a supernatural beast that has more wisdom than we could ever imagine. I mean, I like to think he's not that smart, but, you know, compared to my smarts, he's he. I'll say it this way. If we try to beat Satan um, in the flesh, he'll whip us every time. He, he can outmaneuver us. We have to beat him in the spirit. That's where we can beat him. See, Jesus Christ defeated the power of Satan at the cross and the whipping post, Garden of Gethsemane, all those places with the blood, he, he defeated him. But what he did not do was he did not defeat his presence. His presence is still here. He still comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes, we have authority over him, but his presence, even Jesus, when he got baptized in the River Jordan, the spirit let him in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. In 40 days, he's hungry. You know, at 40 days, let me tell you, 40 days, no food, you're hungry. <laughs> Turn these stones into bread if you be the son of God. Well, he defeated him. And it says Satan left him for a season. It didn't say he left him forever. No, it was for a season. And then he came back and tormented him over and over and over, just like he does us. So just remember, Satan will Jezebel... Satan works through Jezebel. Jezebel desires to destroy those that won't be corrupted. So don't never say never. Always be on guard. You know, and I tell these people that go on these fishing trips with us, we just come back from a fabulous, you know, uh, kick the devil's rear end from coast to coast, and we come back home after three weeks and we sat down we go wow that was awesome i'm tired i'm gonna kick my feet up and relax no (laughs) that's the wrong attitude satan will come and hurt you he will get you when you're resting you know even confucius say man who coasting he going downhill So we can't coast. We can't. We're soldiers. We, we come off a great victory. We don't, we don't slack, you know, get a glass of cold water, you know, smell a rose, you know, kiss your wife, you know, praise the Lord that you're alive and you came back with 10 toes and 10 fingers and two eyes. You know, you had a successful trip, but do not set down and coast. Do not set rest you know i know you know what i'm talking about shannon we just don't have time to you know kick our feet up and go wow that was a good battle i'm gonna rest now no we cannot we we just can't stop ever right the enemy wants to kill us Jezebel is actually drawn to people who resist them. Who's that? People like Shannon, people like myself, you know, pastors that are walking in the power and the spirit of the Lord. That's who Jezebel wants to come. They want, you're like a trophy. If they can take you down, <laughs> they're going to put that trophy on the shelf and show off all their buddies. You know, they want to come and get us, the ones that. Resist them. It's a challenge. You know, it's a challenge. Jezebel is an infiltrator and they have strategic planning. You think that it's just, you know, the person is being a little obstinate, uh, they're hard to get along with. No, they have a plan and they're going down the plan plan A, plan B, plan C, one, two, three. Four or five, it's strategic, just like when, if, if America's gonna go attack another country, they're gonna do some strategic planning and get their ducks in a row. We're just not gonna, you know, willy nilly go over there and, you know, count the cost. You do that strategic planning. Well, that's what the enemy's doing. And they're figuring out how am I gonna defeat this brother? How am I going to, put this sister down, and that's strategic planning. The enemy, they have plans. Don't think they don't. They do. Jezebel won't attend a church that agrees with all their evil practices. See, we don't have a problem with Jezebel in our church, because when they show up, and they do. I mean, spirit of prophecy. She hates prophets. You know, we prophesy. They come in as a prophet, a false prophet. It'll last long, but Uh, if you agree with their practices, you're just going to set up shop. Amen. Jezebel wants to attend a church that disagrees with them so they can convince you to believe their lies. Jezebel is drawn to environments that are pure and good. You know, you're walking holy... For the Lord just remember you are a target I hope this is helping somebody out there Jezebel is drawn to environments that are good and pure James four seventeen. therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him is sin see I'm sorry brothers and sisters but I like I said I I I preach it the way I see it. A lot of people know to do good, but you know what? They turn a blind eye to it. They walk away. They don't even say a word. You know, when, when we see sin, we're supposed to go, hey, hey. You know, the, I'll tell you, when I, I know times are different, but, you know, the word of God hasn't changed. The spirit of the Lord hasn't changed. When I was in school, I got in trouble. I knew what was going to happen when I got home. I got my rear end warmed up because the parents would call mom and dad your kid did something stupid today and here's what he did blah 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 and when i got home i got it twice see we can't turn a blind eye towards sin we got to speak up and say sin is sin we got to call a spade a spade as they say jezebel is drawn to passive people why? Because the passive people will tolerate them, like the American Church, the, the Church of the Laodicea. The uh, you know Christians are not doormats, but many people act like they are. They tolerate seduction and manipulation and heresy. They'll let her come in and set up shop because they don't want to offend anyone. This is done to frustrate you. This is why, when you have friends with a Jezebel spirit, you will often be emotionally or psychologically frustrated, confused, and tired. You know why? Because they're going to wear you out. In fact, you know, people like Shannon and myself, these people call us over and over and over. And, you know, finally I just say, hey, stop calling, you know. Stop calling. I'm, I'm done with that, you know, and especially if I've given them a homework assignment or told them to do something and they don't do it. They don't do it. They don't do it. I'm going to go. Stay where you're at. Don't call somebody else. Lots of churches, church on every corner, you know, church on a corner, bank on a corner, both, you know, working together. So, you know, call somebody else. I don't put up with it. A Jezebel will have a record of your history and especially knows your triumphs and victories. Jezebel will, however, casually bring up your flaws uh-oh, and weaknesses to mock you, or they will bring up your victories as a way to butter you up. See, it's always the manipulation type spirit. Once the friendship is over, you will suddenly feel free. Well, doesn't that sound like we just had a demon cast out? Once the friendship is over, you will suddenly feel free, at peace, and be able to think more clearly you got to kick Jezebel out. You will suddenly be able to pray again, understand the word again, and find purpose again. So, brothers and sisters, this is the symptoms, the plans, and the attacks of Jezebel and the enemy. Um, you know, listen to this over again on Shannon's broadcast. And uh, take notes, because this stuff is real. And the spirit of Jezebel, yes, it was in the book, the Bible, but it's still alive today, just like the Antichrist is the spirit. So listen, learn, and receive it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Great message today. We're live with Pastor Lou Young. Brother Lou, we'll take a break. Uh, Did you want to take some calls tonight? Yeah,
1: sure. We got Perfect. some people got demons. We'll Absolutely. kick them out.
0: Folks, if you need prayer, <laughs> go ahead and get in the demon hotline. Phone number is 515 602 9734. 515 602 9734. We'll take about a five minute break, come back, and take calls. But before we take that break, uh, you've got a meeting coming up this week, weekend. And that people in the Texas area may want to come out and attend. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, so this is in about thirteen hours, brothers and sisters. Uh, let me punch the slide up. Can opener deliverance training and equipping class. The Episcopal Church of the Epiphany, four two one Custer Road, four twenty one Custer Road, Richardson, Texas, tomorrow. So I have to drive 50 minutes without traffic to go to church myself, and so I'm going to drive probably an hour and 50 minutes to get to this church tomorrow morning. I think we leave at 7, so you still have time to make it. The Episcopal Church of the Epiphany, 421 Custer Road, Richardson, Texas. If you need that tomorrow morning, you can't remember, my phone number is 972-567-4122. It starts at 930, Coffee and Donuts and uh, we wrap up around 6pm you don't have to stay for the whole day but we will do deliverance, we'll do a teaching first and we'll do deliverance pray for healing, activation of uh, speaking in tongues if you want it and uh, we're going to have a great time so that's tomorrow brothers and sisters
0: Fantastic! I hope you come also um, give out your website and contact information, I believe you have a trip coming up to Cambodia, tell us about that and how can people support your ministry?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, the website is whitehorseoutreach.com, whitehorseoutreach.com, and you can scroll down to the donate button and support us. Um, if you want to be on our email list so when you know we have a function, a meeting or um, a radio program whitehorse outreach at yahoo dot com or if you want to um, set up a, a deliverance session, we do zoom meetings if you're out of state and uh, we do in person in person meetings here in Plano, Texas at our church, spirit of prophecy church in Plano, Texas, but you can get on the email list or contact us at whitehorse outreach at yahoo dot com and is there anything i'm forgetting um, the Cambodia trip, yes, support us for that, please, and thank you, brothers and sisters that do support us. We really appreciate that. Um, Cambodia, three weeks in June, we're going to um, we're going up the mountains, which is the north end of Cambodia uh, for a week, and uh, that I think it sounds like the mission complex is uh, pretty much in bamboo huts, and uh, the person that is hosting us told my wife that when she gets there they're going to feed her cobra soup and so wow. we're going to have a bite <laughs> cobra soup and then they said we'd feed you bats we'll go we'll have the soup but pass on the bats but we'll be there for a week we're going to do house to house evangelism and they're always casting out demons there we're salvations we're going to do food evangelism then we go back to Phnom Penh for two weeks to our little ferry across to the little burg the island with uh I've got an orphanage there and then another pastor and a bunch of little home church pastors we're going to do food evangelism training equipping uh, pray for the sick cast out demons and, and all that stuff so uh, it's going to be fun three weeks uh, seven of us seven of us and uh, the team is, this will be the third time for about five of us so we're just excited and you can support us at whitehorseoutreach.com and thank you in advance love you
0: that cobra soup sounds so yummy I think one time um, yeah. I had rattlesnake. Yeah. It was uh, – I had it up in Arizona. It was uh, It was fried rattlesnake, and you dip it in Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, I don't know if I yeah. Did I have gator? I think I had a little bit of gator, too. That was interesting. Um,
1: yeah, I've had gator in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Gator and shark. It's good. Turtle, all that. You know, I'm a farm boy.
0: Wow. I thought about turtle soup. Well, at any yeah. rate, uh, folks, welcome aboard. We're going to take a five-minute break. Is that good for you?
1: Yeah, I'll get a cup of coffee. Get a cup, cup of right coffee. Back.
0: And we're going to go to some songs. We'll be back here with the uh, Demon Hotline. Go ahead and call in now, folks. Yeah,
1: I have to don't never recall that myself. It was pretty fun.
0: Uh, I think he was a football fan.
1: <laughs> I think so. I think Jesus likes football.
0: Yes, sir. I say amen to that. The Lord can drop kick me too. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Folks, uh, call in right now. We've got wide open lines. Let me give that number out again, 515-602-9734. Let's go to our first caller, 802. You've been patiently waiting. Welcome aboard. Let me unmute you there. Give me just a second. 802, welcome aboard. How are you doing?
2: Uh. A lot better. Good. Um, how are you?
0: Hey, praise the Lord! Welcome to the broadcast tonight. What can we pray for tonight for you? What's going on?
2: Thanks. Um. So I called a few weeks ago, and I talked to um, uh, Shannon.
0: Yes, um, that was me.
2: And uh, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, man, thank you so much. Um, Thank Jesus, actually, for that. Oh, yes. Amen. But, um, yeah, I have a few things in my closet that I have to clean out, but I got pretty much everything else out. Oh, good. Of my house that were um, items,
0: yeah. So you had called in, I think, for deliverance, and uh, Um, and we gave you a homework assignment to go through your house. And uh, what did you find in those closets that you had to throw out?
2: Okay. I haven't got to a closet Jeff, but I got to like everything else. Um, I found um a yearbook that I had. And um I had totally forgotten that I had done this, but in the yearbook it was a picture of me dressed up so stupid. This is back when I was not not a Christian, obviously. And um it was a picture of me dressed up as a fallen angel for Halloween.
0: Did you did you know and what a fallen, and I'm just, Did you know what a fallen angel Suckered. was at the time?
2: Yeah, it's a demon. They used to be angels of God, and they went against God. And
0: um, well, now let me ask you this: It was a uh, school yearbook. Was it, all, was it just a photograph in the in the yearbook on just one of the pages?
2: Uh, a few of them. Okay. Uh, with the pictures of it
0: yeah okay um we'll get brother Lou to weigh in on that what you need to do with that uh what else did you find
2: uh there was a picture in there uh another student had a picture in there it was a halloween picture and it was um it was that uh it was, a, it was the watcher thing like a dementor thing and then that's where i was like automatically like, oh that's where that came from why I thought something was watching me in my room in my house. I remember because
0: there was a spirit. I got rid of that. that called itself Dementor. That's right. Okay. Yeah. What else did you find?
2: Yeah. Um. My dad's jacket. Uh. I got rid of that. I contemplated getting rid of it or not, but my mom already got rid of it, so I'm glad for that. Now, the That's reason you,
0: you got rid of the jacket uh, was, was what, did it have some Freemasonry symbols or something on there? What was on the jacket?
2: It was, um, you know how they uh, wear by their head sometimes and they threaten to, you know, cut off your head type of thing? So if you, you go off the oath, if you don't... Stop, yeah, refresh
0: my then, memory. Um, was Your your dad was a Freemason? Uh, was that right? Uh,
2: no, he had a, a job. He was a football referee for children, and uh, they had their meetings at the VFWs, and it was part of um, oh, the veter- Shriners organization.
0: Okay, Veterans of Foreign Wars. Uh, I, I was it, saying, it was affiliated oh. with Shriners. Okay, so this was like a Shriner jacket? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: From one of the games, yeah. Okay. And uh on the jacket it had a symbol of a of a sword and um like a
0: like a crescent moon.
2: Like a ritual like yeah. table thing and
0: interesting, and, and isn't
2: it? My dad just loved that jacket. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know why and he, he only liked it because his friend gave it to him and he just loved the
0: jacket so much. Okay. But I think that's I enough
2: anyway.
0: information for me to go on. Um, so, Brother Lou, I just wanted to uh, remember who I was speaking to. So this sister is called in for deliverance, round one. And there were some items that she needed to get rid of. Father again was uh, connected with the VFW and Shriner organization, apparently. There was a spirit that had a called the Mentor. And uh, she's went through and cleaning up the house as God has shown her what to get rid of. And uh, are you ready for more prayer tonight, sister?
2: Yeah, and I've been reading my Bible, like you said too. I've been reading it pretty much almost every night. Excellent. Uh, some nights I don't read it, but tonight I don't read. But I read pretty much every night my Bible God. when I can.
0: That'll renew your mind. Good job on that. Um, mm. What is your first name or middle name? Doesn't matter. Amanda. Amanda, uh, brother Lou meets sister Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. And any questions you have, I'm turning turn it over to you. Go for it, my brother. So,
1: I do want to ask you something. Um, so, after you cleaned out your closets and those things, um, what's been going on in the house? Is it smooth now, or do you still have some things happening? It is. Oh.
2: It's so, so much better. Oh.
1: It's still good. How you How you sleeping at night?
2: A lot better. Um, No nightmares. No no one thing. I'm listening. No. No. No nightmares, but there is still like a. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. It. You you talked about it tonight about Jezebel, and it fit all the kind of things that have been happening in the house, Um, there is still, like, a thing in the house that just kind of walks everywhere. I don't hear footsteps or anything, but I can feel it's present, and it showed itself to me before, Uh, and it's, like, the first problem that I ever had with uh, the rest of the spirits, like what you were talking about tonight.
1: Okay, alright, well, well we'll speak to that tonight. Uh, what was the name of that spirit, Shannon, that you said, was it mentor or de-mentor?
0: De-mentor, yes, sir.
1: Alrighty, okay, well, Amanda, let's pray. Let's we cover you with the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Claim your spirit, soul, and body for the kingdom of heaven in the name of Jesus. Uh, break those <clears throat> Evil pictures of Halloween. Amanda, just say, repeat after me. I renounce Halloween and evil angels.
2: I renounce Halloween and evil angels.
1: And I renounce any bloodline curse.
2: And I renounce the evil bloodline curse. From Shriners or
1: VFW. From Shriners or VFW. I also speak to the spirit named Dementor.
2: And I also speak to the spirit uh, Dementor.
1: And I want to go on record. I don't want you any longer.
2: I don't want you any longer.
1: And I command you to leave my home permanently in Jesus' name. And I command you to
2: leave my home permanently in Jesus'
1: name. All right, now, you just receive, and I'm going to pray. I break those spirits of hell that have come to steal, kill, and destroy, that have attached to Amanda, either in her, on her, or around her. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you, and I command you to uproot yourself, manifest, and go, and leave now, according to Luke 10:19, Get out in Jesus' name. Leave the premises. Leave Amanda's body. Leave Amanda's soul, leave Amanda's spirit, leave her. And we draw a bloodline around her home, the blood of Jesus, to the north, south, east, west, above and below. I break every curse, every legal right, and I command you to loose her right now. All spirits from the shiners, all blood oaths, human blood, or animal blood, we remit those sins and we break those curses by the word of God and by the spirit of God in Jesus' name. All spirits of Shriners and VFW, uh, leave, go, I cast you out. I bind to Amanda, Mark 16, 17, and 18. We're casting out evil spirits. I speak to the spirit named Dementor. I rebuke you in Jesus' name and I command you to manifest and go. Come out of Amanda and come out of the property, the territorial spirits, and any evil blood, oaths, or rituals done by secret societies, I break those, I break those in Jesus' name. If there's a Jezebel spirit there, I curse you and command you to go. All tormenting spirits also speak to that spirit that walks through the property, I call the holy angels to come and attack you in Jesus' name. I'm driving you out. Go in Jesus' name. I break your familiar spirit bloodline curse of you attaching to Amanda. That's right. I sever your attachment, I sever it. You tormenting, walking spirit that goes through the house. Go ahead, Shannon.
0: Yes, sir. Let's go. Come on out. Demons, we're talking to you. Every unclean spirit, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. Anything that is remaining, we're talking to you right now. We bind your strong men. We bind every tormenting spirit. In that household, in Jesus Christ's name, we command you to manifest and go looser. Let's go. Come on out. Anything remaining that torments you, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. She doesn't want you. She submitted to God. She's resisting you. You must flee. Come on out in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go. Move. Every spirit that has come in to the house through any of these um, objects like the photographs that were done, the jacket, anything else, Father God, we break that curse in Jesus' name. We close the door to it. We command you, foul spirit, come out right now. Loose her. Take a deep breath and let it go. Come out. In Jesus Christ's name, let's go looser. Every spirit of dementor, every fallen angel spirit, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. She's a child of God. We plead the blood of Jesus over you, Amanda. Father God, and loose your angels right now to go through that house, begin to attack any unclean spirit on that premises. Angels, God, attack in Jesus' name. Push them out of that house in the mighty name of Jesus. We cover you and your mom and that whole household in the blood of Jesus right now. Let's go move. Let's go every spirit that's still attached to your brain. We break it off of you in Jesus' name. Mind-binding spirits. Cult mind control. Let's go pharmakia spirits. Come out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Looser. Every spirit of insecurity, inferiority, doubt and unbelief, tormenting spirit. Come out in Jesus' name. Yes. Tell me what's going on.
2: Uh, so, um, you, you're praying and, uh, something came to my mind that's kind of important. I, I need tell to me. tell you, um, yes, ma'am. uh, uh, about, uh, a year ago or so, um, I, I, I did something real, I, it, it was like a selfish thing to do, but, uh, I had, um, drawn pentagrams on myself and, uh, on, uh, uh. My, my body parts, and, uh, and I asked, um, uh, the spirits from hell to possess me. Was, oh, okay. Man. And I became, uh, very, very angry after that. Yes. And, uh, I, I did this, uh, in the hospital, I don't remember doing, like, beating people up and stuff. Okay. And, uh, so that's a big thing. There too.
0: Uh, they uh, will, they will come in when you invite them. Yeah. So, uh, you need to uninvite them.
2: Yeah, and I Yeah, I know. And, and,
0: well, let's do it um, right now. In, You're in saying, the Lord, Bible,
2: talks about how go, go people put uh, uh, all of them on themselves to get rid of evil spirits. So I did that in Jesus' name back then because I didn't know what to do.
0: Well, I don't know <coughs> if I've of read of that them. one before.
2: Yeah, that's, um, that was,
0: but I know how we get rid of them. Just saying, <laughs> Lord Jesus, forgive me.
2: Uh, Lord Jesus, forgive me.
0: For inviting these evil spirits in?
2: For inviting these evil spirits in? I'm sorry? I'm sorry.
0: Okay, now what I want you to do and say, I'm sorry for drawing the pentagrams on my body?
2: I'm sorry for drawing the pentagrams on my body.
0: For taking pictures as a fallen angel? And for the yearbook?
2: And for taking pictures pictures of myself for the uh, yearbook of fallen angels of myself
0: forgive no, me Lord Jesus not really
2: a fallen angel. forgive me Lord Jesus
0: ok now you've repented of the Lord now let's uh, disinvite these mm-hmm. demons say Satan I rebuke you in Jesus okay. name
2: Satan I rebuke you in Jesus name
0: and every demon that I invited into my life
2: and every demon that I invited in my life.
0: I break every contract I made with you.
2: I break every contract I made with you.
0: In Jesus' name.
2: In Jesus' name.
0: And I command you to leave my body now.
2: I command you to leave my body now.
0: Do not come back. I do not want to see you again.
2: Do not come back. I don't want to see you again.
0: In Jesus' name.
2: Oh, thank you. In Jesus'
0: name. Okay, Brother Lou, take it over. You want to go after these spirits? Yes, sir. I rebuke every witchcraft
1: spirit that came in to Amanda right now.
2: I rebuke.
1: No, you receive, Amanda. I I will pray. You receive, I'll pray. I rebuke witchcraft. I break your power. I sever your attachment. I remit the sins that allowed you to claim her. I break it, I break it, I command it turned into ashes. Break and go. Also give a writ of divorce to any spirit spouse that came in uh, through the pentagrams and the invitation that has been rescinded, and you are now trespassing on God's property. Get out, go in Jesus' name, come out, anger manifest to go in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft and anger come out. All pharmakia, all sorcery, looser. Anger, keep moving. I uproot anger in Jesus' name. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power right now. Dry and die. That's right. Uproot yourself. Spirit, spouse, move on. You've lost this one. You have to go to find another one uh, break your grip spirit spouse we divorce you her. come out of the spirit part come out of the mind the will and the emotions part and come out of the body come out of the female sexual organs come out All those pentagram symbols that she drew in the spirit realm, I just burn those with the holy fire of God. And any other demon that has came in through the invitation, the incantation, or any association with these high-level angelic demon spirits, I rebuke you. We dissolve your contracts i throw a monkey wrench into the gearbox of satan's plans right now in jesus name i send in the hornets of heaven to bite sting and attack you attack in jesus name we're cleansing the temple I also call the holy angels to put the blood of jesus christ upon all open portals put the blood on the portals now do it demons that are left attacking amanda i command you to drink the blood of the lamb and eat the bread of life take the lord's table do it demons drink it find your exit and leave i command the holy angels to read the word of god to you 24 7 until you cannot resist Looser, come out spirit spouse keep moving you've been divorced you've been divorced you territorial spirits and all these spirits from Shriners all the way down, every last one, to the little imps. You must go now. All of you, get out in Jesus' name. (laughs) How you doing, Amanda? A lot
2: better. The anger just left, and it feels so much better not to have anger. Like, just the feeling of anger was always around me, and uh, it me, "Oh, man. I'm so glad it's gone." Thank you, Jesus.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Shannon, Lord. Shannon, did you do you have anything to add, Shannon?
0: Yes, sir. Even after this phone call, we command anything that is not left to keep coming out. And go to where Jesus sends them. We ask you, Father God, to fill every void with the Holy Spirit. We seal this deliverance in the blood of Jesus. We speak to your mind right now. Be healed and made whole, Amanda, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You're the head and not the tail. You're from above and not below. You can do all things through Christ Jesus which strengthens you. Mm-hmm. We break every word curse that's been spoken over you. In the mighty name of Jesus and free you from it right now. And we can loosen to you, God, spirits of power, love, and sound mind... In Jesus Christ's name, gotten loose the angels to stand guard over her and her mom and her family. we cover that property in the blood of Jesus. Yes, we Lord. thank you. In Jesus Christ's name, just say thank you, sister. Say say thank you, Jesus.
2: Thank you, Jesus. And um, thank you, Jesus.
0: I want to say to you, uh, we're glad to have you here, and thank you for tuning in tonight and calling tonight. Keep reading your word. As we read the Word, we renew our mind, and we also build our faith. Faith comes mm-hmm. by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So keep your Bible study going. If you'll email me, I want to send you a book by Derek Prince. All you got to do is email me with your mailing address. I want to send you a book for okay. free. Just email me via my website. There's an email there. Go to OmegaManRadio.com. And I'll be looking for an email. And if you send it to me, I'm going to send you a book, okay? Just send me your mailing address. Thank you for calling in, Amanda. Okay. God bless you.
2: Thanks.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you, too. Praise the Lord Jesus. Look. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amanda shared some things that she had done in her past. I don't know who hasn't done some things in her past. I have some things I was ashamed yeah. of. Yeah, me too. the Lord forgives. First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins like she did. Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all righteousness, and then the Lord doesn't remember anymore. Cause doesn't it say, Pastor Lou, that Jesus throws it into the sea of forgetfulness?
1: Amen. It's as far as the east is from the west, that's pretty much like a you know a blank check. You we're we're you know it doesn't even exist.
0: He expunges that record, wipes it clean. That's so right. like it was God. told to me one time, if you ask Jesus, he said, I don't remember anymore. The only one that would remember it is you, uh, us, and the devil, and we need to stop listening yeah, well, to the,
1: the devil. the enemy, yeah, right. We tell him to shut up, devil.
0: You know, I was doing a deliverance one time, and a demon threw something up at me, and I said, "Yeah, that's true." Sure, but I'm forgiven. I repented of that, and he shut up. And yeah, um,
1: so same things happened to Sunni and myself.
0: And you know, that's yeah, that's great.
1: of the brethren,
0: exactly. That's what the devil does. Um, friends, we still got about. Uh, 20 minutes. If you need prayer, call in. We can take another call, 515-602-9734 or perhaps what we do, Brother Lou, would you like to do a mini mass deliverance? Sure, I can do that. Why don't we do that? We don't have a caller at present, but we've got a lot of people that will be tuning in. And so uh, anybody can get some deliverance. If you want to be free tonight, if you meet the conditions, what does a person need to do to Be free of demons.
1: The first thing is, accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you haven't done that, it's not hard. A lot of pastors teach it, you know, this scripture, that scripture. Really, you just got to say, Jesus be my God. Jesus be my God. Say, Jesus be my God. Come into my heart. Be my God. I believe you're the Son of God. Jesus, be my God. It's that simple. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you and your household shall be saved. So ask Jesus to be your God. Come into your heart. Drive your car. I mean, not physically, but drive your life. Run your life. Be your Lord. Not just your Savior, but your Lord. You know, he'll save you from the fires of hell, and he'll save you from troubles and things like that. But he will also save you and drive your life. He'll be and, your he'll, he'll be your husband, as they say. For the women, that's easy to figure out. The men, a little bit. But we are the bride of Christ. Men, there's no how should I say no man, no female, no Jew, no Greek, no Gentile, none of that. We're we're spirit. We're sons of God.
0: So and I Jesus, would, uh,
1: be my God.
0: I would add, and then repent of your sins.
1: Turn away from and me. repent
0: confess yes
1: sir you that's a must you must repent you must ask forgiveness you must ask forgiveness because if you don't the enemy will hold that over your head you cannot get free but when you repent first john 1 9 as shannon said earlier confess your sins and the lord is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness and store, restore you back to fellowship you can get right if you've been on the wagon and you've fallen you dust yourself off, get back on the wagon, and you know I repent regularly. And uh, the closer you get to the Lord, there's this thing called the spirit of the fear of the Lord. You don't want to disappoint the Lord. I'm not scared of God, but I am scared of God. I had to repent I mean. yesterday.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do it daily, folks. Every day. I, I mean, if you got something to deal with, repent and be forgiven. And uh, also get water baptized. If you have an opportunity uh, be in the Texas area, I'm sure Spirit of Prophecy Church can get you baptized. But Yeah,
1: we do it once or twice a year.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And then uh, I recommend you get a good King James Bible. I love the King James. Amen. It hasn't been tampered with like some versions out there. Get a King James. Just start reading it. Take your time. Read a little bit every day. And then... Uh, Ask God to show you if there's anything in your house you need to get rid of, anything that could give the enemy a legal right to come in and torment you. Because devils say, hey, you got my property in your house. I'm coming in. It's mine. No, throw it out. Whatever God would show you to do. And with that, um, you know, submit to God. That's what you're doing. Resist the devil. Devil's going to flee. Tune in more of these programs. Uh, with that, Brother Lou, the mic is yours. We've got 15 minutes. Take it away.
1: Alrighty, I don't know if I can go 15, but let's see how far I can go. Amen? In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke the spirit of error. I command the spirit of error to manifest and go. You antichrist spirit, you lying spirit, get out of God's children. Loose and go. And if you, brothers and sisters, have pain in your body while I'm doing this, put your hand on the spot that is being tormented or pain or you're having an issue. And you say, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Great words. I rebuke you and cast you out. According to Luke ten 19, I'm casting you out. Get out of my body. Come out of my mind. Come out of my heart. Come out of my organs. Loose from me in jesus name antichrist manifest and go spirit of air and lying spirit i speak to the bloodline curses familiar spirit that's the word i'm looking for all familiar spirits that have come down through the bloodline the family bloodline from the sins of the fathers according to leviticus 26 i break your power i curse you to your face demon you evil spirit, you goat of Azazel, you curse! I command you to go to the wilderness, dry there, die there, dehydrate and die there. I break your power, Satan. I break the curse. If you have a curse of uh, a curse on your womb, you can't get pregnant. Put your hand into your womb and say, "I rebuke you, curse of infertility." I rebuke you curse of miscarriage. I rebuke you. Can I get pregnant? My womb is shut up. I break that curse in Jesus' name. Or if you're a male, same same thing. Hand on your private parts and say, I rebuke these spirits. that's causing infertility. I break the curse in Jesus' name. I break the curse in Jesus' name. I apply the word of God to my body, according to Luke um no, it's Mark 16, 17, and 18 that says, We lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You can lay hands on yourself. I do it daily. If I have any pain, like my right shoulder, I will put my hand on it and say, Pain, go. You know, Jesus bore our pain so we can cast the pain out. Pain is a spirit. It's also a feeling, but it's a spirit. It's a symptom of a spirit manifesting in your body. I break this spirit of pain speak to it that's how you know our words are light and life and our words are spirit i rebuke pain in jesus name i cast it out i cast it out in jesus name and i command healing we're not praying we command healing to come in to our body right now <clears throat> in the name of jesus healing come in now Wherever you have pain or discomfort or something is broken, command it in. You may say, I command diabetes to loose me. Come out of my body, diabetes or heart disease, whatever the infirmity. It's called the spirit of infirmity. You speak to it. Infirmity, manifest and go. Great words. Manifest and go in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind to God's children. Listen to me right now. The spirit of Yahweh, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, come into my body in Jesus' name. I break every evil contract. Let's speak to spirit spouse. These people have invited, invoked spirits in. Divorce them. You say, I divorce spirit spouse in Jesus' name. I break the power of spirit spouse. I cast it out. I annul, I divorce, I give a writ of divorce to spirit spouse right now in the name of Jesus. Manifest and go. You will not own me. I am married to Jesus. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my husband. And you are trespassing on God's property. Come out of my mind. Come out of my heart. Come out of my will and emotions. Come out of every part of me. Let's break some soul ties. <clears throat> I break every ungodly soul tie with any person, place, or thing against God's word and God's will. Manifest and go. In Jeremiah, it says, Before I knit you together in your mother's womb, I knew you. So originally, when we were created, we were perfect in heaven. Then we were conceived and born, and the fun started. Amen. Amen. So I call your soul back to original and proper position in the name of Jesus. Be made whole, saved, healed, delivered, made whole, and preserved. Everything line up with the Word of God like the plumb line of God. With the Word of God, line up with the Spirit of God and be made whole. Be made perfect now in Jesus' name. Now I speak to any trespassing spirit, any double-mindedness, Any two-souled or more beings trespassing on your soul, break your power, and I command you to go. Come out. Come out now. I sever your attachment. I loose you in the name of Jesus. Manifest and go right now. Get out. Get out. Repeat after me. I do not want you. You are not going to stay in my body. You are not going to stay in my mind if you're hearing voices. I command you to shut your mouth, demons. Shut your mouth. I put the blood of Jesus upon every open portal that's allowing access for you to torment me. I rebuke the tormenting spirit, and I command you to shut your mouth. Get out. Um, I like to say, shut up, devil. You know, you don't have to have a long prayer there you're hearing these evil thoughts shut up devil no, don't go around work saying shut up devil loud because they'll put you in a white jacket but under your breath at work you can say in your mind shut up devil because that's where the thoughts are coming from amen Resist the enemy and he will flee. So, witchcraft, you have to go. I uproot all spirits of witchcraft and every spirit of infirmity. Witchcraft and infirmity go together. If you've been involved in witchcraft, you're going to have infirmity. You don't have to have had witchcraft to have infirmity, but they do go together pretty good. I break your power, witchcraft. I break your power, infirmity. I command you to loose me, manifest and go. All spirits of anger, get out. Get out. I throw a monkey wrench in the gearbox of Satan that causes me to be angry. And I break every hot button, every trigger, every cycle of defeat, every pit that you have dug for me to fall into. I command you, Satan, to fall into your own pit and be destroyed by your own devices. Right now in Jesus' name. Manifest and go. All spirits of pharmacia and sorcery controlling. Uh, wizards control uh, people by spirits. And sorcerers control people by drugs or pharmacia. So I command all those spirits from pharmacia to manifest and go. Loose and go. That would be legal prescription drugs and also... Uh, illicit illegal drugs break and go in jesus name come out of their bodies come out of their minds all mind-altering spirits that came in through drugs break and go in jesus name keep moving uproot yourself go now in the name of jesus manifest and go break and go in jesus name all territorial spirits that have came in from foreign countries into your land where you live now. From your um, uh, the land that you came from, if you came from another country. So it could be Africa, Cambodia, wherever. You had spirits that have followed you. To your home you live now. I call them territorial spirits. Rebuke them. Territorial spirits, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. We do not want you any longer. And I command you to go back to where you came from. I break your power. And I blind you with the word of God. And I call the holy angels to uproot you. Stand and fight with me in Jesus' name. Speak to your spirit man. Say, spirit man, fight with me. Push these evil demons out. Open up the padlocks. Kick down the doors. Push these demons out. They are not wanted. I do not want them any longer. I decree over myself I have a sound mind. Break and go. Keep moving, witchcraft. Keep moving. Out, 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 out. Let's talk to um, perverse spirits. Perverse spirits. I speak to all perverse spirits and all associated demons, fornication, adultery, lust, masturbation, all these perverse spirits, lasciviousness, break and go, come out right now in the name of Jesus. I break your power, I cast you out. Get out of God's children right now. Loose the eyes, loose the ears, come out of the hands and the fingers, come out of the sexual parts. Break and go, I sever your attachment to me. I remit all those sins that I've done according to John twenty twenty three. I remit those sins in Jesus' name. I remit those sins for the ancestors living or dead. I break those curses coming down the ancestral bloodline and also for myself, according to John twenty twenty three, I remit the sins of my life in Jesus' name. Lord to ask you to forgive me. Forgive my ancestors and forgive myself for doing disobedience to the word of God in the spirit of God in Jesus name now all you lascivious spirits uproot yourself I sever your attachment all internet pornography all cell phone pornography I close that door once and for all and just repeat after me brothers and sisters because both sexes look at this stuff I close that door on pornography and masturbation once and for all in the name of Jesus. I call that sin out, I confess it as sin, and I repent. Now I speak to those spirits. I command you to come out of my body, come out of my mind, all those images, all that tug that calls me back to the phone, that calls me back to the computer. I sever that once and for all in Jesus' name, and I close that door in my eyes once and for all. Brothers and sisters, I would say that you should make a contract with the Lord over your eyes, that you will not look at unclean things. And then resist resist the enemy, as Shannon says, and the enemy will eventually go away because he has no... Hold. He has no, you know, the enemy is not going to come at you with drugs if you're saying no all the time. But if you say yes to sex, uh, disobedient, unclean, things like that, he'll come to your weak area. As we said before, um, the chain is only as strong as its weakest link. That's where he's going to come. So when you know that you have a weak link, be on guard and don't go there. And if you get tempted, run, Shh, run, don't just lay down and let the enemy You know, treat you like a doormat. I'm preaching now, so let's do some more deliverance. Rebuke these spirits. Uh, Curse that spirit of pornography. Uh, Break the spirit of lust. You may have to do this many times uh, over several days. Uh, 21 days to break a bad habit. 21 days may take to defeat a demon. It's worth it. The fight is worth it. I rebuke lust. I rebuke pornography. I rebuke the temptation and the draw that pulls me. I rebuke masturbation. I cast out all these unclean spirits. I cast every unclean spirit out. I break all soul ties with any evil demon that has been attached to me and also spirit spouse. I break him. I divorce you. I command you gone. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. This is the way you do it, brothers and sisters. Now let's talk about um, the spirit of fear, which is, I think, Satan's greatest weapon, is to get us to fear, fear and rejection. But spirit of fear. Fear, I speak to you. I lay the axe to the root of fear. And I chop you down and cast you into the fire and I command you to burn to ashes in Jesus' name. All spirits of fear, fear of man, Fear of the future, any phobias. Maybe it's, I can't go into an elevator. I'm afraid of an elevator. Maybe it's fear of heights. Maybe it's can't get on an airplane. Maybe you can't leave your house because you have something that, you know, won't permit you to leave uh, for some fear. I know people that are afraid of cell phones. They're afraid of... uh, Electrical lines going through the air, uh chemtrails, all this stuff. I mean, it's the enemy. You know, be be a child of God. Live your life with a smile on your face and be thankful for the blessings that we have. Speak to that spirit of fear and you know, I was in sales a long time. This isn't scripture, but it works. Uh, it says, uh, Do the things that you fear most, and fear will die a sudden death. And if you're a Christian, pray and rebuke it and cast it out. It'll die a much more sudden death. Don't let the enemy hold you hostage. I know I'm preaching again, but casting out demons is simple. How do you get, you know, to get on top of the ball? I'll say it this way. Getting on top of the ball is easy. Stand there, not so easy.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: Anybody can cast out a demon. But the fact of the matter is, after you've been set free, what are you going to do then? You're going to go, woo, uh, I'm in the promised land of milk and honey. No more problems. No, the enemy's going to come to get you. He's coming back. Just be aware, he's coming back. So like i said cast out a demon is simple but you got to keep your deliverance you got to keep her healing you do it by reading the word by praying by fellowshipping don't go off on your own and be a hermit crab the enemy will come to eat your lunch he cuts out the weak one from the herd just like on animal planet animal kingdom they take the old one and the weak one and the slow one they isolate them and then it's hamburger so don't be that guy don't be that girl I think we're getting up close to the top of the hour, Shannon.
0: We are about out of time, but great word today. I'm going to put this up in the archive this evening. Uh, I encourage you all to go to Outreach Is it .com or .org? .com. Whitehorseoutreach.com. Support the ministry, and um, we will see you again soon. My friend, um, I'm just getting ready to start on March. Look at your schedule and see what you can open up for me. 90 seconds. Or will you be on the road All in right. March or are you going to have some dates available?
1: I'll have March. I can, I can do a couple in
0: March. Okay. You find something that works for you, let me know. It's wide open at your convenience. <laughs> love All you, my right, brother. All
1: right, I love you. My brother from Bali, Indonesia.
0: I love you too. Tell Sister Suni <laughs> I send my love and also Stan, Brother Stan, Stand and Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Man, I'll
1: tell him. I will tell them hi for sure. God bless you
0: both. Seconds. See you soon.
1: All right. God bless. Bye. Take care.
0: <whistles> Friends, I'm going to set up for the next program. We've got two more shows to go for this evening. And so um, let's do it. Dr. Hansen coming up next. Now I'm going to reset MixLR. So between each show, the feed goes down just for a second. Manually refresh, and you'll be live for the next program. Here we go.